Hi, my name is Luke Foster, and you're listening to Tin Pod Radio. If you liked hearing about my comic book on Dr. Banana's Week, you can check it out on Comixology.com. Just look for Dr. Banana's Monkey Magician. If you are interested in some dark comedy and or political humor, check out Supernatural Suburbs each Monday only on Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash CartoonistLuke. Thanks very much. Enjoy the show. don't know can you repeat the question you're not the boss of me now you're not the boss of me now you're not the boss of me now and you're not so big i hate you ryan i hate you so much life is unfair (laughs) yep yep so, welcome to another great episode of Talking with Mar. <laughs> wow, you set some really high expectations there. A great episode. All right, I just don't feel like I can tell him. So, if you didn't know from the theme music, we've been watching a lot of Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> we watched like three seasons of it in the last two days. Yeah. Great, fine television. It really is. Okay, like, all right, I love Breaking Bad and everything, but... Brian Cranston's always going to be Hal to me, not Heisenberg. I'm just saying. So, Mar, it, we're in the middle of summer reading. <laughs> have you gone mad yet? Fuck you! <laughs> That's what I have to say. Librarian! <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, like, it's really, really fun. I like it. It's just super, like, busy and, you know, we just started and it's already halfway over. <laughs> but the best part is we have a new staff member, so Yay! <laughs> And what's the thing this year for summer reading? It is build a better world. So we're cool. doing like STEM and stuff, and it's fun. And you just had a pretty good program, didn't you? Just recently. Um, I had I had a couple really good programs. Like a couple weeks ago, we had 4-H. They have a farm over at the park near here, and they brought chickens and turkeys and all kinds of stuff. And like it was really fun. And the kids got to hold stuff. And that's really cool. Yeah, we did egg science. Like we t- we. Dissolved an eggshell with vinegar. It was cool. It smelled... My office smelled really bad for three days. Did you try to do the stand on the egg I thing? did. I tried to do the stand on, like, a carton of eggs thing. Promptly smashed through them. Did not work. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it right. I also tried the thing where you're supposed to be able to, like, hold an egg and squeeze it. And you're not supposed to be able to break it, but I broke it. So, I'm like, I didn't uh, do it right. That doesn't work for all eggs, but for the most part, if you hold them and squeeze them a it's certain way, it It's supposed to be, like, the structure of the egg preventing yeah. didn't work. But I dissolved that fucking eggshell in vinegar, I tell you what. <laughs> and then, what else do we do? Oh, um, I did have a fiasco with one of my maker programs where we tried to make fidget spinners. That didn't work so well. So your fidget spinner design was really cool. It worked in everything. Do you want to talk was, to him about how like it was the too design complicated? Was? Um, I got a pattern from Red Ted Art, this blog, and like we made them out of cardboard and stuck a toothpick in the middle for the part that you hold, and then you can spin it, and then we put pennies on it for counterweights. But like the design was too complicated for the age group I was working with. It would work better with like the teens. But, um, yeah, so following that session, I promptly had to add Band-Aids to my maker kit for each additional week. That probably should be in everybody's maker kit. (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, lesson learned. Um, 
they just poked themselves with a pin. Like, they just required a band-aid. Every time I make anything, I end up cutting yeah. myself or poking myself. Yeah. So, and two of the kids came back. One of the kids did not, so <laughs> that required band-aids. I haven't seen that little girl since. Hmm. Um, she missed out on Slime Week, though. We did that this past Monday, and we made slime, and it worked out super well. And, uh... The kids really liked that. And luckily, like, we discovered if the glue gets into the carpet, vinegar will actually take the glue out of the carpet. That's cool. Pro tip for you guys. Uh, what was the program you just had that was really good? I know what you're angling for. What am I angling for? You're not going to waste your shot? Is that what you're angling for? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. I just did a Hamilton program with my team. Oh. You See, know. I've never even listened to Hamilton, so I don't know what the references are. Because I was showing you somebody Not made that pen the, shot. the pen the other day, and I didn't even know what it was referencing this made me. Girl. So your Hamilton You program, need to work. You got a lot of people showed up for it, I didn't did. You? I had 35 teenagers show up for a Hamilton program. Yeah, that's a lot for It was thing. a lot. That was, like, one of my highest turnouts. The highest turnout I ever had was when we did the Doctor Who 50th anniversary. And I had, like, 50 teenagers show up. For, and I didn't know who half of them were. I'm like, who are you people? Where did you come from? Um, so that was fun. And we did, like, sing-alongs. Um, I did a lyric finish challenge and a Jeopardy game. And then we made, like, tri-corner hats. And they made their own <laughs> style hats. Um, yeah. It was a lot of fun. So what's your next program for summer reading? My next one. Tomorrow... We're doing squishy circuits with the Maker kids. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then we're going to have that stuff on Wednesday again and then have the Makey Makey with a xylophone. Like, there's a scratch xylophone that you can plug the Makey Makey into and, like... Sounds like a really good uh, summer reading. I'm having fun with it. It's just really tiring because it's, like, nonstop stuff going on. So, book-wise, what was the, the most recent book you read? Um, I just finished listening to The Great American Whatever, and that one's really good. What's that about? Um, the boy in it, he's coping with the death of his sister. She died in a car accident where she was texting, and he's kind of having to come to terms with the fact that he was the last one that texted her, and, like, they had been fighting and all this stuff, but also he's gay, and he's kind of, like on his first romance that summer and stuff. Um, so it's, it's whatever. <laughs> cool. And then I'm listening to If I Was Your Girl, which is really, really good. Um, it's about a trans teenager that has, she, she's had to leave her high school um, because of, she was actually like beaten up um, by somebody, but she's moved to another high school and she's actually like, having romance and fitting in. I haven't gotten to the end of it, so I'm really hoping there's not, like, tragedy at the end of it because I really hate when you read stories with LGBT teens in it and it's, like, most of the time it turns out, like, you know, the gay guy gets the shit beaten out of him and he dies tied to a tree. I'm looking at you, Andrew Smith. Thanks. Or they Um, get beaten up and and then friends uh, huddle around them and it ends like supposedly positively but they have to get beaten up for people to care about yeah, them and stuff. Yeah and it's like I, and this character already had that happen and like had a suicide attempt and all this other stuff and it's like the, you're finding more of this information out in flashbacks but she's in a place where uh, you know like she has a, a boyfriend and like he loves her and like 
they're all cute together and stuff. And I just, I just really want her to have, like, a proper romance and stuff. And that was kind of, like, in the Great American Whatever, like, it wasn't really a problem that the kid was gay in it. So, like, that was, I liked that. Because it's just, there's too many of the books where, like, the kid being gay is, like, the focus, the problem of the book. You need a, a variety of books. Yeah. It's alright to have issue books, but you need a variety. Gay kids deserve so. cute romance, too. Yeah. Like, they deserve, gay, gay kids deserve cute Everybody romance deserves too. all kinds of stories yeah. representing yeah. them and stuff. So, it's just like, oh, I'm still not over that fucking Winger book by Andrew Smith. Like, I'm still not fucking over it, okay? The kid was dead tied to a tree. Like, fuck you, okay? Um, fuck you. My most, one of my most recent Sorry. books I read was... That book Mo- made me live it. <laughs> <laughs> one of my most recent books I read was Motor Girl, uh, Volume 1, by Terry Moore. And uh, Terry did one of my favorite books ever, Strangers in Paradise, which is a great series, which I have most of them if you ever want to read them. It's a dramatic series and stuff. Mm. And Motor Girl is, like, it's his third series since, uh, since Strangers in Paradise, but Motor Girl... I've only read the first volume and I haven't read ahead of what's going to happen, but it from what it seems like in the first volume, and Terry Moore's one of the greatest comic book artists ever, because he draws draws all different shapes, sizes, and looks for people. Everybody looks different, and this book seems to be uh from what I read in the first one, somebody came back from a war and seems to be maybe having <coughs> uh. Uh, PS, what do you call PTSD. And she may be hallucinating, or maybe actually there's a, a large humanoid ape with her as her friend. And she's out running a garage out in the middle of a desert that this old lady's letting her run for, her basically. And it's like, hmm. is she there because she can't deal with other stuff and she's trying to adjust to the real world? And then all so of a she's sudden... she's like an unreliable narrator a little bit? It seems like it may be a little bit. And then in the middle of it, like, aliens. And they're little cutesy looking aliens, too. So you also don't know if she's a... That's amazing. how they get you, because then they trick yeah. you and then they probe <laughs> you, okay? Yeah, you don't... Hey, it's World UFO Day, by the way. But you don't also don't know if, like, she's imagining these either. Yeah. But then there's this, like, conspiracy, this, like, like conglomerate, maybe government-connected company wants to take that land to use as an experiment for some kind of weapon. That's a lot going on in one yeah. book. But it also deals with, like, the fact that... Well, his stories are slow-moving. Like, he does books that the the whole story takes place over like maybe 12 volumes okay and so stuff it actually like works because i'm just thinking about this one ya book that i read by matt de la cruz who i love matt de la cruz like i really do but the living it was very weird to me because it was like they're on a cruise ship like the boys working on a cruise ship and then like a giant tidal wave like knocks the ship over and like that's mm-hmm. enough of a story like a survival story you know but then it becomes like well, the tsunami was caused by an earthquake off of California, but that was caused by this, like, company that's also, like, got this medicine, or no, like, what was it? Like, they released some sort of chemical thing that's making people sick and dying and stuff, but they also have the antidote, so they want to, like, put the, and I'm like, whoa, dude, like, that's, like, three separate Well, books. Terry Moore is really great, because, <laughs> like, through this whole book, it has a lot of humor in it. But all this other stuff happening is just being introduced within the story. So, it, it there's no, like, bad flow. It's not, like, hitting you with all this okay. stuff and you don't okay. get it. It flows very well towards the end, and then you get towards the end, and you wonder, like, 
And it's really told in a very good way. It's very sad in times. Like, you wonder, like, is she just imagining almost all this stuff? And then you see the fact that she was maybe tortured at one point, like, captured as a prisoner. And, like, like, and I think it's going to end up being, like, Strangers in Paradise slowly built from when Strangers in Paradise first started. It was kind of a, a realistic comedy love story that got really serious as it went along and got really deep. And, like, I think this story's going to build into being that way, too, as it goes along, and it'll be really good. But, like, I highly recommend it. If you love Strangers in Paradise, you should check out Motor Girl. Um, and I, I think you'll really like it. Like, it's a really good book. So, Mara, would you, what's a comic book you're currently reading? I'm reading Lumberjanes. Lumberjanes. What's that, volume four? I think it's six. Well, look, it's in the floor. I know, I gotta look. And then I have the next Avatar, the last Airbender book, because y'all know I love Avatar. I'm like I'm five behind. Sure this is number six. I'm like five behind in Avatar books. Hold on, I have to look because I covered up the label. Oh no, this is volume five. Yeah. Ooh, I might be a behind. The one before us was the crossover with Gotham Academy, wasn't it? Yes, I think so. But I thought that one was a self-contained story. It is, but it exists within the world. Yeah, I know. I really want to make a Lumberjanes cosplay, but I still have several that I haven't finished. The only one that's, like, actually, actually done, I think, is, like, my Mabel one's done. And then my Jessica Jones one is done. But I'm still missing my wig for a live more. Oh, and I need a bottle of Sriracha. And then... And then... Yeah, because I don't have, like, two of them. No, I need a little bottle that I can carry, obviously. Um, you know what I seen the other day? They have Sriracha baked beans. Gross. That's going to be delicious. Gross. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, at Downtown Produce, they had sriracha beer. Yeah, you Either. said sriracha baked beans gross, but you said sriracha <laughs> beer, all right. But I was really, it was just more the baked beans part. I don't like baked beans. Baked beans are delicious. Oh, my God. No, they're not. Yes, they are. You and my dad. Gross. I make you too. Um, so today's World UFO Day. Brian, what's your favorite alien book? Alien book? Book with aliens. Does it have to be like a UFO, like, uh, how you say ufology or whatever? Or is it, because like, technically any, most sci-fi books would be alien. Or are you talking about ufology type stuff, like X-Files or something like Anything? that? Anything? Because like, I'd automatically say like, Doctor Who or Star Wars. I was going to say hitchhikers, like not hitchhikers. It's not really like, I mean at the very beginning you have an alien that comes there, but like, Basically, the Earth gets exploded but very early. Arthur's an alien on every planet he goes to. Now, if you get to towards the end of those books and you find out the Earth was basically remade and all this, it gets Wait, really. He's a talk human about complicated. Like he really gets those complicated. He's Terran. I ain't never tasted no Terran before. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. So, what's your favorite alien thing? Um, all right, it's a picture book actually. It's no, super cute. Oh my god. No, 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 no. It's called Smile If You're Human. It's really, really cute. These aliens, like mommy and daddy alien, or her whole right, point parent, of asking me that question was to get to this. <laughs> parent aliens, I shouldn't say mommy and daddy. Parent aliens take child alien to Earth, and they go to a zoo, and the child is like going through like snapping pictures of all the animals in cages and stuff, and um, they're like, oh, is this one a human? No, it's a tiger. Is this one a human? No, it's an elephant. And then they get to the last page, and it's like, oh, here's a human, and it's like, smile, and then you flip the page, and it's an ape. Yeah. 
You know, speaking of Douglas Adams, my <laughs> that, that book cracks him every fucking time. My favorite Douglas Adams joke is when he talks about apes and he's like, humans, they never invite their uh, ancestors over from dinner. I just love that book, okay? Like, mm-hmm. smile, and then it's a, you know. Say goodnight, Mar. Oh, we're done? Yeah, we're done. Bye. Wow, you're rude, Brian. You're rude. Mar, fuck you. Fuck you.